I'm your host, Sharada Devi, of the Born to be Free podcast that serves as a bridge between the ancient and the new era, a confluence of opposites where all is seen as sacred and every experience is meant to catapult you into your supreme destiny. Born to be Free. This is my new podcast and I'm so happy that you're here today with me on my first episode Born to be Free is born because I was in Arcadia and I met Deja Blue there. She's an incredible woman. I'm so inspired by her. She is a powerhouse, really living her truth. And she was on stage and she spoke to my heart. She said, the only person that you have to impress in your whole life is your five-year-old. And so I asked myself, have I really embraced my five-year-old? Have I Have I asked her, what does she really want? And I have done a lot of inner child work. What does it mean to do inner child work? It means to reestablish a relationship, a healthy relationship with your inner children, with the magical child, with the spirit child, with that part in you that most of us have forgotten, that part in you that most of us have abandoned and even rejected. When I heard Deja Blue talking about impressing the five-year-old, I was two weeks later in a beautiful event in Portugal and I was invited to dance and to move and to embody my deepest desire. So I went into my deepest desire. And what is my deepest desire? My deepest desire always has been, since I can think, freedom. All I ever wanted was freedom. And so I started to move this desire. I want to be a free person, a person that accepts herself, a person that lives in the infinite potential. I felt this energy starting to move in my body and invited that energy. I danced with it, I moved it. And all of a sudden I felt this deep, deep, deep pain in my heart, like a a knife, like something that was burning in my heart. So I breathed into that and I felt it, I moved it, I expressed it, I sounded out. And suddenly this pain turned into that magical five-year-old child. And she exploded and she said, I was born a dancer. And so I danced, I let my five-year-old express herself fully. And the backstory is that I was told when I was a little girl that I will never be a dancer. Maybe you also have been told that you will never be what you most love. So. I always had this dream to be a dancer. And when I was told that I will never be a dancer, like something shut down in my heart. And so in that moment, when I was dancing, I was there in this embodiment ritual and I felt this pain and that pain turned into this five-year-old and she said, I was born a dancer. Tears run down my face, my cheeks. And I knew this is going to be the name of my new podcast, Born to be Free. Because everyone, no matter the race, no matter the age, no matter the gender, everyone wants to be free. For me, freedom, at that time when I was a little girl, when I was a teenager, it meant to be a dancer. I was in ecstasy when I was dancing. I didn't know that dancing is actually a way to process pain, that dance is an ancient way, a ritual a prayer where we are in communion and in sacred union with the elements and invoke our inner power, our inner sacred eros, 
in order to move what is there alive in us and to send this out into the universe for the good of all being. I didn't know it at that time when I was a little girl, a teenager. I only discovered that when I came to India when I was around 20 years old and I fulfilled that dream to become a dancer. But I didn't just become any dancer, I became a temple dancer. And so I'm here to tell you a story of a girl that had that deep desire to be a dancer and to truly be free in her life. And I'm so excited that you're here with me. I'm so excited for the beginning of this podcast and to share with you inspirational stories, inspirational people that I have had the blessing to meet in my life in my over 22 years where I have dedicated my life to discovering what freedom truly is. What does it mean to be a free person? I've dedicated all these years to truly discover what it means to be able to live in the infinite potential, in the existence that is here and now, the limitless existence. Because all we have learned, most of us, unless you were born in a very wise family, is that we are limited beings. Isn't that what you have learned? That you are a limited being, a person that has limitation, a person that has to become free through changing themselves, through improving themselves, through taking something away from themselves. That's what we have learned. That's what I have learned growing up in Switzerland. So when we inquire into what all people want, we call it the mother desire. The desire of all desires is to actually be free from desires. We want to be free from this desire that something is not good with me, like this desire that I have to do something, become something in order to be free, in order to be loved, in order to be accepted. When we inquire into all desires, every desire comes from this deep, deep, deep incapacity of accepting oneself as one is here and now. We call that self-ignorance not knowing what I truly am, having concluded that I am limited, that there's something incomplete about me, I lack, I start to desire. And these desires are needy desires. I need this in order to be whole. I need that in order to be able to be accepted. I need to get rid of this so that I will be loved. And so, can we convert all this desire that are thwarted desire, binding desires, we call them, in Sanskrit we call them ragas and dveshas, and the sticky desires, can we embrace them, inquire into the nature of them, what is the mother desire, what is it really that I really, really, really want with every single desire, what do you truly want? You want to be free, you want to be happy, you want to be secure, you want to be loved. Every single person, that's what we really want. We want to be free from the idea that I am an insecure person. When we desire security, we have concluded that we are an insecure person. 
And so now I have to do something, I have to gain something, achieve something, in order to become secure. Even the word says it, I become secure. So if I become secure, it means you will unbecome secure. Everything that you achieve or attain, everything that comes, it will go. That's the nature and law of life. Everything that comes, it will go. So if my security comes, it will go. Because everything in life is, by nature, insecure. <laughs> Does it mean I have to reject it? No. I can be with it. I can enjoy it, knowing that one day it will go. So when I want security, what I really want is to be free from the sense of insecurity. When I want happiness, what do you really want? And happiness can be, like for some people they will tell me, my happy place is a chocolate cake. <laughs> Another person will tell me my happy place is my partner. My happy place are my children my career, my house in the Toscana. Happiness for all people has something to do with something. I am happy because. But if I have a cause, if I'm happy because, then that cause, it will change. Because the law of nature is, it will change. So if this, which is the cause for my happiness, will change, what does that mean? My happiness will change. And that's why we experience different degrees of happiness. We experience a little bit happiness and very much happiness. Changes all the time. And most of the time we experience more sadness than happiness. Our life is sadness, happiness, sadness, happiness, sadness, 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 happiness, sadness. Life means to be happy sometimes and to be sad sometimes. And most people accept that. I never accepted that. I did not accept that. There has to be true happiness. True happiness means a happiness that doesn't come and doesn't go. That is true happiness. We call it absolute happiness. But we don't know. Where am I going to find that happiness? In Honolulu? <laughs> in New Zealand? In Switzerland? In the Swiss Alps? In Bali? in Mexico, in Peru. Where is that absolute happiness? Is it somewhere outside? If it's really outside, it means it's going to change. <laughs> Every place, it's going to change. So might might be a person, might be this relationship. And then, you're in the honeymoon, get married, and after six months, <sighs> I love you so much. And after six months, I can't stand you. Is that familiar? <laughs> For most of us. So we fall in love. You will guaranteed fall out of love. You fall in, you will fall out. Like, love is not something we fall in. Love is something we rise. Love is to be discovered. And you rise in love. You don't fall in love. But that's not something we were taught. We were taught that my happiness, I'm going to be happy when I get married, and when I have these children, and when I have this career, when I have the one million dollar, when I have the house and the dog and the cat, then I will be happy. Are you really happy? You have achieved all of that, or half of it, 
Some of us have not achieved any of this, <laughs> and we are a failure. Oh my god, my goddess. Something must be wrong with me, because I'm the only one. Didn't get married, don't have children, don't have the million dollar. Something must be wrong with me. And then they over them, like the family over there, Mr. and Mrs. Steiner. <laughs> they seem to be so happy. They seem to have it all together. And then when you look behind the scene, he has a mistress, maybe even two. She has a mister, a lover. And he has a lover, she has a lover. They both have lovers, but they still live together. They don't talk to each other anymore, but they live together. They have a children. They don't tell anything to their children. And they think the children don't understand because they're too young. They think the children don't know. The children know everything. So this is a scenario many people live, experience, maybe even you. And then we guilt trip ourselves because I should be happy. I have the man of my dreams, the woman, the, the money, the children, the house. And I'm dissatisfied. I hate myself, but I can't talk to anyone because I have to be happy. I should be happy. And on top of that, I have a lover. Mm, how dare you? The church makes very sure that we feel so bad about ourselves. Right? On top of that, I'm also a cheater. I'm lying. I'm not honest. But that lover <laughs> gives me that moment of like, oh, a moment of peace. A moment where you can unite and just oh, forget all the problems. And if it's not the lover, it's something else. And that guilt inside, it eats us up. You don't have to feel guilty. <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with you. And you don't have to feel shameful for who you are what you are and what you're doing. I invite you to inquire, to see, okay, wow, this is where I ended up. Is this it? And I invite you to not accept it, that this is it, that this is your life. I invite you to ask for more, to desire freedom, right? freedom from this guilt trip, freedom from shaming yourself, Feel freedom from judging yourself and self-condemning yourself. I invite you to ask for freedom and to start caring for yourself, leaning into yourself, asking yourself, being curious about yourself, and inviting maybe something new into your life, something that you haven't explored, and to ask like, what is happening truly? Maybe I am wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. We all got to be able to say, maybe I was wrong. And the moment I can say, maybe I was wrong, we're opening our heart, we're opening our world to new possibilities. We're opening our mind for new information and new knowledge to come in, because I'm finally ready to say, I may be wrong. We were not taught that it's okay to make mistakes. We were told, you always have to be right. And that's what you see in the relationship. Both are right. You are wrong, you are wrong, I am right, I am right. And they don't listen to each other. 
no listening, then that's why we have <laughs> lovers. <laughs> and then this lover is validating my idea. This lover is validating my idea. So they can start to gossip and here you come together and you don't talk. But you're continuing living together because you have to keep up the face. So I invite you to stay with me here and now. I maybe am wrong. See how that feels in your body. <sighs> I am maybe wrong. Maybe I was wrong. And I can feel a certain vulnerability coming in my heart. Right? It's vulnerable to say I may be wrong, but it's so liberating. Right? So, yes, we need to be in a safe space to be able to say I may be wrong. Where then the other person doesn't judge me, doesn't put me down, doesn't make me small, but they celebrate me. They say like, yes, amazing, finally. Yes, finally you feel your heart. Finally you're not holding on to these wrong ideas. This is the real strength, is to be able to be vulnerable, to admit that maybe I was wrong. And imagine you have this kind of people around you that cheer you on because you don't need to be right. Because you're ready to cry and say, wow, I'm ready. I want to get to know myself. I want to be kind to myself. I want to know what true happiness is. So I put myself for the last many, many years in the company of people, in a culture, in a community, with mentors and teachers, where I was celebrated, where I was cheered on when I admitted that I was wrong, I was hurt, I was upset, I was in denial, I was projecting, I was blaming. I had to own it all up, but I have people that like, cheered me on. And that's why I am where I am today. That's why I can speak to you today about these things, because I've been there. I know what I'm speaking about. I felt it all. And today, the most mm, yummiest thing is to, is to be able to feel my heart, to be able to cry, and not need to be right, but wanting to know what is true. Is it true that my happiness depends upon something else or someone else. Is that true? If it really would be true, you could never ever be truly happy. Because the thing will always change. And if in the company of that particular thing that you think is the reason for your happiness, is really the source of happiness, then every single person in this whole universe would have to be happy in the presence of that thing or that person. And they are not. They don't care any less. Some people get happy. Some get sad. Most people don't even care. What does that mean? I have projected my happiness onto that thing or person. And I have the power to take this projection to return claim my power that I have myself given away, I take it back. I take that power and inquire, what is the source of happiness? Am I really an unhappy person? Is that my nature? Or maybe I've concluded wrong. 
concluded that I am unhappy by nature, that's why I need to become happy. And I'm questioning that. I want to be free. Free from the sense that I am an unhappy person. When you want to be happy, what do you really want? To be free from feeling unhappy. It's not about becoming happy, it's about wanting to be free from being unhappy. The desire for happiness is really the desire for freedom. And so, when we inquire into any desire, any desire, when we take the time to inquire into it, we see that what we really want is freedom. All beings want to be free. So now the question is, what is freedom? Like most people would ask the question, so how do I become free now? (laughs) Because that's what we learned, right? How do I become secure? How do I become happy? We took that on. We accepted that we have to become secure, become happy. But now we've seen, right? That it's not about becoming. It's about unbecoming and about freeing ourselves from these wrong ideas and wrong judgments, wrong conclusions. And so it's the same here when it comes to freedom. The question is not, oh, how do I become free? Because if my freedom has something to do with a person or a situation, that freedom will go. <laughs> That's not freedom. So if I become free, it means what? I was not free now. So I was bound now. Now I become free. Doesn't make sense. Freedom means always free. True freedom. Absolute freedom. It means always free. I was free before, now, and will always be free. That's true freedom. So if freedom comes, that freedom will go. That's why the question is, what is freedom? And the answer is, freedom is an already accomplished fact. Freedom is. You are free. You were always free. You were always free, you are always free, and you will always be free. Freedom is your nature. You are free. You are born to be free. You are born to discover your freedom. You are born to discover your essential freedom. And so I welcome you (laughs) to my new podcast called Born to be Free. To discover how you are free, how I am free, how we are all free beings here and now, not dependent on something or someone, to be free. That you are free no matter where you are. If you are at home with your mom, if you are at home with your partner, if you are at your job, if you are out in the woods, if you are by the ocean, if you are in your bathtub, even in the traffic you are free. When you earn money and when you lose money, you are free. When you are healthy and getting sick, you are free. You are free. That is your nature. And you can discover that fact. Like I have dedicated my life to discovering that fact, that I am a free person. You are born to be free. And you can desire, you can choose, you can ask 
for that. Imagine yourself being able to embrace the fullness of life. And life has so much to offer. Every single day you are given a new day to live. Every single day you have the chance to honor the profound, precious, priceless gifts of life. And most of us, we're throwing away this chance every single day. So tomorrow you can wake up and you can go out and sing into the universe and greet the sun, just like the sun greets you every single morning, every single day of your life, the sun has been there greeting you. The space has been there greeting you. The air has been there greeting you. The wind has been there. The waters. Nature is there to greet you and to love you and to accept you and to cheer you on exactly how you are. So let nature become your best ally, your best friend. Tomorrow wake up and go out and claim your freedom. How can you claim your freedom? Because you claim that you are a whole and complete being. You are a whole and complete being. In nature, in essence, your essence is whole and complete. There is nothing profane in this whole universe. All that is here is sacred. And when we say all that is here is sacred, it means all that is here. That includes you. The truth is wholeness. It cannot be any other way. And that's something to be discovered. So that you can live your life fully, freely. And embrace all that is here. Because all that is here is sacred. All that is here is an infinite intelligent being to be admired, to be celebrated. To not be taken for granted. Because everything comes and everything goes. And if I start to not take things for granted anymore, my life becomes meaningful again. Purposeful. Because that's all what we long for. Is purpose and meaning. And as long as I take life for granted, your life, life is meaningless. You are born to be free. So am I, and so is the whole universe. Every single being can discover that freedom. But not every being chooses to discover that. Many choose to suffer. Many choose to complain. Many choose to blame. We cannot help these people. <laughs> we can pray. We can send them love. We can bring in understanding and compassion. Because I was that person once upon a time where I did not want to change. What I wanted was to take my life when I was 13 years old. I was born in paradise. And I was 13. And I wanted to take my life. But that's for another story. Thank you so much for being here with me. Warm welcome to Born to be Free. Subscribe to my channel. <laughs> 
share this episode if you feel it has inspired you and you feel it can help other people. It would mean the world to me. Please leave a comment. I will comment if I can or my team. This is for us a platform to get to know each other, to grow as a sacred community. You're not my follower. You're not my client. What you are is my friend. I want you to be my friend. I invite you to be my friend. I offer my friendship. I offer what has blessed my life so profoundly the last many, many years. And what I'm longing for and what I'm desiring, because it's not really longing, I already have an incredible community. What I desire is to share my community, to grow my community, and to invite more and more people that have a desire to be free, to live a more meaningful and purposeful life. I desire to bring in people and meet people and grow the community with people that are ready to take full responsibility for their life. What does that mean for their emotions, for their experiences, for their actions? To be a, a person that leads themselves, that says, I take responsibility for my life. I don't give away my power. I reclaim my power. I am responsible for my happiness. No one else. I came here to be free. And if you're that person, warm welcome into my community. We are here with open hearts and we have so many incredible jewels to share with you. So, welcome. Om. From my heart to yours, deepest gratitude for your presence. May you follow your wildest dreams, live your highest purpose and expand into the infinite because that's what you are.